What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 82 of Cali Brick Click. And before we get into introductions, like always, you can find this episode on previous episodes on Spotify, App Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcast. And like always, we have Claire, the plastic architect. Hello. We have Ninja. Oh, yeah. And today we have a favorite of mine as far as cities go, Mark or Mr. Boo. How's it going, man? It's going great. Thanks for letting me be here with you guys. So before we dive into him, because we're going to get into that pretty heavily today, How's everyone's week been? Good. Crazy. <laughs> I am excited for Avatar. Are you? I mean, I'm excited for Avatar because there's finally military in there. Yeah, I, I know why. I know why you are. I'm. I just. I'm like a. I'm a big, big fan of the of the movie. So that's I'm like just wondering, like, why ten years later? Because the new movie's coming the out. New- this year. Right. The new that's movie's right. coming out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I get that. I'm just looking at the sets. I'm like. Doing the first one, these are yeah from the first movie. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm all good. With I mean, it. it makes sense. I'm all good with it. Like the only thing I really wanted out of this was that when I heard Avatar was going to be made in two Lego sets, I'm like, if they don't do bad guys in this, who are they going to fight? So they had to do Marines because that's who they were. There were Space Marines in there, so right. they had to do the gunships. They had to do the mechs. So I was like, they have to do one of the. If they don't do the generic Marine, I knew they had to do one of the characters, so the Colonel or any of that. And the fact that I now have a minifigure with digi pattern uniform, like camo, like although it's not a generic figure, they finally did it. They finally made a modern, not necessarily modern, but close to a modern minifigure that's, you know, all that, if, all that jazz. What if the mech had a USMC decal? I don't think, I don't, I don't remember if they were US. Were they, they, were, they weren't United States they, as a country. They were just generic. They didn't mention a country. Now. It was yeah. unclear. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was unclear. I do yeah. know they're westernized because uh, he, what's his name, um, the main character. Well, he he was he oh. went he fought in in somewhere in Central America. So it the, there it felt like it wasn't a cohesive one federation type of world where Earth was, mm-hmm. but like still they don't mention the type of military or country that they came from. But either way, I'm happy they made this. I hope. Yeah. Hope, 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 dude, they do not cancel these sets. <laughs> oh, I think they're too oh. far along. To they're too far, yeah. Point. Plus, yeah. this is off on it already. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And James Cameron's involved. I don't think they're going mm-hmm. so, to cancel. I, I didn't really look at the other sets until after. And I'm actually not, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disappointed at all. It actually looks really cool. Yeah, the Banshees look I dope. Think, I think there's a lot of great color in a lot of the sense because avatar is such a bright and vibrant world so mm-hmm. i think that's really cool mm-hmm. um and i think that the of course the the aliens are awesome you know they got the yeah. tall legs again they got all kinds of cool like Those new bits and stuff coming out mm-hmm. yeah so i i think there's going to be some really cool accessories and stuff so I'll, i'm excited i'll be excited to see the reviews start to trickle out and see like more in depth because you know how those those glossy shiny catalog pictures make it all look you know pristine and spotless but then once you start to see people actually like hands-on with it it'll be really interesting to see yeah i'm also excited to see like all the mocks that people are going to be doing like inspired by it or whatever that'll be great i want to see someone do like the tree of life or like the giant tree Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) because someone's gonna do the battle someone's gonna do the gunship battle in the beginning um sans uh so and like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to, to use but to, to play with the colors of like dude, i could already imagine i mean i loved pandora when when claire and i went like that was like my first time at like was it 
Disney Animal Kingdom, right? That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And I, I love being immersed in that. So to have mm-hmm. a Lego set to remind me of something like that or just the mm-hmm. movie in general, I think it's great. Like a lot of people got, I felt the movie had a lot of flack against it, but you got to take it for what it okay. was. It was well done, in my opinion. I love the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm, a, I'm a fan. So those sets come out August 1st, right? October? Oh, okay. October. I think. Yeah. Well, just this year in general, I don't want to put any shade on the 501st, but this year we're going to get some military, Lego military, and Fast and the Furious Speed Champions. Come on now. We're definitely in PG-13 territory now for Lego. (laughs) Definitely there. We're close to radar. It's close. But like, uh, yeah, so now with the, oh man, if they, going to Speed Champions, that'll be pretty cool if they do the rest, but they already had a license to Dom, so it made sense to do the charger again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we could get, I'm gonna keep my hopes high still. We'll see what happens. Well, and we've got Foot rumors of uh, Indiana Jones too. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Oh, so what about that? Yeah, which I think is I think it's confirmed. I don't know. I, yeah, I saw the list. It looks like that's pretty much yeah. So that's exciting because you got mm-hmm. some of the old, some of the new, you know. And it looks like they're making some good remakes of those sets. I, I missed out on most of those back you know back in the days so i'll be excited mm-hmm. to pick those up for sure yeah me too i didn't really take a look at the list so they're doing some redubs of the old sets yeah. or they're doing yeah. redos of the old ones they're doing stuff from all the movies which is yeah. really exciting wow. so, so there's like temple of doom yeah like mm-hmm. temple of doom roller coaster thing um there's the the, the airplanes from uh last crusade you know Uh-oh. when they're like yeah, Getting when they're yeah dog fighting, and then I think that's the other one is when he steals the idol from the beginning, you know, of yeah. Raiders of mm-hmm. Lost Ark. And like, I yeah. think there's going to be a Nazi. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not cheering for the Nazi part, but Amazing. the fact that they're doing uh, Dax soldiers again, it's uh, it's cool. Again, I hope they do an update on that figure. Yeah, that another mark for 2022. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's content for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I, I I totally forgot about the Indiana Jones set. Yeah, so we are in PG-13 territory because this is like There's PG stuff in the 80s and 90s, which now would be PG-13. <laughs> so then, right? yeah, <laughs> we get some like darker Harry Potter stuff. That would be pretty good. Like yeah, that's like kind of the only thing we're missing. I think sometimes. Also, The Office. I know we kind of meant. I wanted to bring it up last week, and then they announced it on Friday. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, this is so good. Bob is listening. Well, spe- speaking of that, like season five for like the uh, extended episode just finally got released on Peacock. So anyone who's an Office fan, they have extended like extended episodes for every episode from seasons one through four. Season five just got released. So anyone who's want to watch the Office like ex- hidden cuts that were taken off, which are hilarious. I don't even know why it took a lot of them out. They are now available on uh, on Peacock. This isn't advertisement or anything. I just wanted to share that because I was watching it right before <laughs> while I was working. <laughs> Um, which made me more excited for this Lego set because I've been wanting this thing like the first time it came on Lego Ideas and it was a consistent slap in the face every time it failed or got didn't pass and now it's here uh, and we have a grip load of minifigures for a hundred and something 120 I think 120 I already pre-ordered it. I, I pre-ordered it right away like I am not like missing this out I want it like right now <laughs> a lot of Easter eggs yeah, from what mm-hmm. I heard lot of easter eggs yeah i heard it was, uh, for that price point too i was like i was pretty surprised at that i thought that was a good mm-hmm. deal for all those minifigs and all those oh, yeah. again all the, details now with the price increases yeah mm-hmm. yeah way better than the atari 
Mm-hmm. Most of the yeah. figures look pretty <laughs> generic and you can make them, but like just to have them all together and not have to think about making mm-hmm. them, all you really have to do, I know a lot of people were saying like, where, you know, there was no, there's no Andy or there's no um, Aaron, but Mindy? Isn't it, that like Mindy's not in it, right? Yeah, but they're not. This was also set in like seasons one through four, yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like you know when Pam is still like the receptionist. So like obviously you're not gonna have Andy or uh, or Aaron yet, but you could easily make them. Shout out to Holly for making a tutorial on how to make those two characters. But I don't know. Are you guys getting this set, or am I the only one excited? Um, Sans is getting it. He's like a fan of the show, but I'm not. So sorry. I'm surprised you're not an office fan. I didn't want. I didn't really watch it. I mean, I've watched some episodes like here and there and stuff, but it's just. Um, I don't know. It was like I would only watch it like on the plane. For some reason, same boat. Um, like I don't. I mean, I it's. I like it. It's cool. I'm really happy for everybody who wants it, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I don't. I can't. I, I don't know. You know. Just so what do you, I'm. I'm on the the fence with it too. I love the show, but I'm kind of on the fence with it too. I I don't know. It's not a day one buy for me. So I don't know. It's just, you know, it's part of the problem with, it's a good thing. And it's a bad thing with Lego these days is there's so many sets and themes and stuff that I've, you know, I've found myself kind of like being way more selective with like what I buy and what I don't, because I'm around a room, you know, it's like, oh, what am I going to do? You know, but, um, so I don't know. I'm on the fence. It just looks we'll like see. something you could easily build yourself. Yes. Like I don't want to. I don't want to throw shade at the the designer or anything, but it looks like a gray base plate with like build. two walls. <laughs> it, it's, it's a sitcom set, like Basically. they all are. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. it's not that. There's probably more to it, but mm-hmm. my initial mm-hmm. like when I first seen it, I was like, no, it's not that crazy. Like I'm sure yeah. if I was a huge Office fan, I'd probably go crazy for it. Which Barbara is, so I'm probably gonna get it. But <laughs> it, it, it's playing on the strings of nostalgia for sure. Pulling in a demographic that's not really into Lego for sure checks yeah. that box as well. I know a lot of Lego fans, like within the community, are kind of almost sick of the sitcom thing being a Lego, like dominating Lego ideas. Um, and like judging the way the previous sets have been selling, like it's like a hit or miss. But I feel like this one is gonna be gold especially yeah. because you're doing it right before Christmas, right before holiday yeah. shopping. Yeah. So they, I feel like they know, like it, it's well-priced set for what it is. It's a, it has a huge audience, like in multiple generations and right before the holidays, it's, it's going to be another friend's banger. Not like the other previous sitcoms that were released randomly throughout the year and didn't have as much as a following or memeable, memeable following uh with anything else so um anyone who's investing i mean i'm i would pick one up at least but if you know it's your mark is right like we're at the point now even in a couple days when august first hits around you gotta really think about i canceled two of my orders i canceled two pre-orders what yeah because i was like looking at what was coming out and then i'm like okay i pre-ordered all the star wars stuff i pre-ordered some other stuff from i don't remember when and then I was looking at like what's coming out and I did some math and I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> this is going to hurt because I forgot the, I forgot the Brickling stuff. Oh, I ordered the Lego oh, store. So I was like, Oh, I'm yeah. like, Ooh, like, okay. Let me go on the call. Made the call. I'm like, I need to cancel these tours. They're like, why? I'm like, you, you guys have too much stuff. Call me on August 1st. <laughs> and customer service is like, you know what? A lot of people have been calling to do the same thing. 
that they're canceling their pre-orders to wow. be more strategic of what they're going to buy on August first. Mm-hmm. So I'm not this person. I'm not this customer service rep's first person to do that. She's literally Interesting. had a bunch right before me doing the same thing the past couple of days before she got to me. But like, yeah, you got to. I got to be strategic. And with like all these cool stuff coming out within not only August first but now October, and then holidays gonna come around, then we're back to another modular. Yeah. We are. And then it starts all over. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> you like that was oh, clean, huh? No, I didn't even realize <laughs> it. That was good. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, so every, everyone good? And I feel like I'm the only one excited <laughs> for the office. Sorry, Shai. So, it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's, it's, let's move on. Let's move on. It's okay. It's okay. I'm excited it's being made. I, I do wonder uh, how does that Mojo brand feel now? Oh yeah, the fake Lego <laughs> with the office or with the office uh, license. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter now. They yeah. they lost it, so it, it is what it is. Lego waited Lego's until it was to, over and, and swooped in at the right time. They're about to show them how it's done. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Office had anything special coming up. So what the the relevancy of it's not really like what's well, an anniversary or anything like that, is there? I don't think well, they so. Have those extended episodes you just talked about. That's true, but yeah. then that was those have been releasing. Uh, periodically without oh. an announcement or anything like that it's just been releasing so uh, okay. it wasn't like an anniversary or something hmm. but anyways we have mark and i knew him through instagram and youtube when i first got into the platform because i got into lego through assembly square in the prison restaurant and <laughs> obviously i'm gonna type in the on, on the google not on youtube on the google lego city and one of the things that popped up on on images and video was one of your videos. So uh, I feel like if you haven't seen Mr. Buki Boo's videos and cities right now, it's a definite recommend. Uh, especially, like, I would recommend starting from the, like, if you can go back, start from when he, I guess watch a recent one and then go back in time. See where he first started and how a city first looked into where it is, like, now. It's a big difference. A lot, a lot is learned and a lot is taught in those things um but before we dive into that we're gonna get really heavy into it i saw him through what was it instagram youtube and now it's kind of we're, we're getting a little bit of a, a shake shift and where we're finding this type of information now so mark brought up before this that the the game is kind of changing now and how to showcase your cities how to showcase your work how to where to find your stuff and how to post it because I remember watching Mark a lot, like through YouTube and, and watching his photos. When not now not as heavily as before. At least in my opinion. Like I remember I used to watch a video like every week. And then now it's yeah. like or a, a photo every other day. And now it's yeah. not even that. So um yeah. do you want to get into what your thoughts are on, on the changes and all that kind of stuff with you? Yeah, sure. I could talk about yeah, my, my opinions on it. It's it's been interesting because I started Gosh, I probably started, um, well, I started collecting Lego as an AFOL like 17 years ago. And it just, you know, it's just like everyone else. I was just like at the store one day and I was like, oh, look at this little fire truck, you know, and it kind of spiraled out of control to my, <laughs> to the craziest that we all know today, right? That, that we all have, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, and then I, I just, I started, you know, I, you know, like a lot of people too on the, on the social media, I was just, I started with, 
you know, Instagram. I was like, well, I just get an Instagram account. Why everyone's talking about it, whatever. And I started posting pictures of, you know, my kids or sunsets or whatever it was. And then I just, you know, one day I said, well, I should post some of my Lego stuff. And so I just slowly, you know, started doing that. And then over time, over, you know, a span of, I don't know, maybe like a year or so, it, it became full-time Lego. And then that was it. And I was just posting Lego, Lego, Lego. At the same time, I started kind of doing, you know, more and more with the city stuff, which we'll talk about later. But, but for me, it, it was, you know, Instagram was always like, this is this, like, it was, you know, photos, right? And that was like, mm-hmm. cool. And then, I'm, and then I said, oh, well, I wanted, you know, in a photo, you can only show one thing at a time. So then I said, oh, it'd be kind of neat. And I get a lot of questions from people, comments, and these asking, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? So mm-hmm. I worked up the courage to like start doing some like YouTube videos and say like, oh, do that too, right? Mm-hmm. But now, as Shai was saying, it's interesting because, you know, the, the landscape, I, I'd say probably in the last, maybe like what, two years now, would you guys say? It's, it's really changing because, you know, you have TikTok now, mm-hmm. which rocketed to, to success. And, and, I, and personally, I think, you know, like Facebook, and Instagram are really kind of terrified of TikTok. And that's why all of a sudden in the last two years, we see this huge push in Instagram for the reels, you know, and even, and even like shy, we were talking about it. Like even YouTube now is starting to push the little YouTube shorts, which is basically like reels or TikToks mm-hmm. right on YouTube. And so that's where it's going. And, and I, I, you know, I kind of miss the pictures, you know? And so it's, for me, it's been this, like, I'm like trying to reinvent, like, what, do, you know, how do I, do this because when i post a picture now i feel like i don't i don't get the same response it doesn't get out there mm-hmm. as much as mm-hmm. it does like when you do a reel but the reels it's, it's a different medium so for me yeah. it's been this huge transition right so that's kind of i don't know that's what i'm that's my take on it <laughs> yes <laughs> in a nutshell it's so youtube is really pushing the whole changing the algorithm thing for shorts now so there, it's when you go on your phone at the very top is short videos. So they're in the same boat and trying to battle out with TikTok because they're losing to TikTok. So they're trying to they're trying to push it, and it's and Meta's doing the same thing. So it's this constant battle for short attention spans, which sucks. Right. But you got to be like now. It's like what do you, what do we want out of it? Like, do you want people to see our creations? Because if you don't adjust to it the work that you want to share to everybody is not going to be seen. Uh, right. Like like a photo, like I feel like about a year ago when shorts probably started coming on pretty heavily, we were very like, eh, about shorts because, you know, it didn't really generate to more views on your actual videos, right? That, yeah, like mm-hmm. a lot of people watching short videos, a lot of people blew up using short videos, and, but then it didn't transfer to their own actual long content. And I'm seeing the same thing for reels. Like, for example, I have a, 200k viewed video right now on reels mm-hmm. but it doesn't transfer and then i post a photo it doesn't transfer to the same type of viewership on the photo so is it is it the the demographic who's watching those reels or is it because instagram's not pushing the photo just yeah. like youtube is not pushing I, that person's content so it's like it's like a it's a mm-hmm. wonder in your heads like okay so do i go along with what the platform wants or mm-hmm. do i stay true to what i feel like my standards are for what i want to project for myself sometimes it's like this isn't fun but other times like okay now it's forcing me to think like be creative in a different way figure out how best to tell my story in this short form of content because making short content is actually not that easy now that i think about it you got time limit on Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. it's really challenging to convey 
you know, what you would in like a 10 minute YouTube mm -hmm. video to yeah. break that down into 30 seconds or like three minutes you can do in some cases now it's, it's, it's really hard. It's a whole way, mm -hmm. new way of thinking, you know, and it, mm -hmm. it's been, like I said, it's been challenging for me and it's something what I've noticed also with the logarithm is if you, it seems to be very um, like focused on the individual. And so when I do like TikTok on TikTok, if I post something with my face in it where I'm talking, does way better than if I just focus on like my yes. work, which for again, man, that's a huge fundamental shift for me because I've always been focused on my work. You know, I'm like the guy behind right. the camera. It's like, I don't want to be on the camera. Mm -hmm. I want to like, you know, focus on like, look at what I did, not look yeah. at what I'm, you know what I mean? So it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. Speaking about putting yourself on camera, remember Kappa? So during Kappa, yes. a lot of people freaked out and we lost a lot of people on the, mm -hmm. on the tubes. And a lot of people shifted away to stuff like Jang started posting himself more in front of the camera. Like he did a whole shift. Um, and then it's like, if you're an adult, you need to put yourself in front of the camera. Otherwise it looks like you're a made for kids type of thing. But not only that, a lot of people kind of just kind of lost their fire in yep. a lot of this. Yeah. And then I'm just now recently seeing other people come back and it's like, mm -hmm. they're warning, like, this is made for adults. I'm like, Hey, you don't need to do that anymore. It's fine. All right. <laughs> yeah, you, you just, just, just put yourself in front of you're good. You're good. I, I think I told you that too, but someone else did it recently. I'm like, who is it? Um, half baked, baked brick bakery. Uh, I forget his name. Um, so he started, he just came back and he's starting to like put all of his stuff in front. Like, you know, this this contest made for adults, so blah blah blah, and I'm like, you don't need to do that. It's fine. You're you're in front of the camera. You're in front yeah. of the camera. But you, you had also have like you had like a little bit of drop in posting when that happened, and then I trying to find that momentum so, yeah, to come yeah. back. Like, how is all that? <laughs> you know, that's good. That's a good actually. It, that was exactly when because I was the same way. I, I saw all this. You know, like, social media blew up overnight when they announced that. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I, I don't want to get like banned or I don't want to get, you know, whatever, get in trouble. And so, um, so yeah, I was, I was freaked out like everyone else. And then, you know, in, in hindsight, looking back at it, it was like no big deal because yeah. we weren't in that, we weren't what they were targeting, which I understand what they were targeting. I get it, yeah. but it, it, it didn't really have that much of an effect for me at, at the end of the day. But a lot of it too, for me is it's, um, you know, it's, it's a struggle to come up with content because I'm still kind of in that area where, you know, I want to have something like, like worthy to say. So I was trying to do YouTube videos like weekly for a while there, you do that, but then you get kind of burned out or you're like, oh, I don't want to like talk about this for like the 15th time, you know, even doing like, like the live streams or stuff, you know, you can talk about Lego news, you can talk about different things, but it's just kind of trying to find that balance. So I've been trying to get more consistent. And so since then, as, and I'm still like at least once a month, I always post like a YouTube video for sure, but it's, it's, I'm trying to get it. I love to do it weekly. And so that's what, it, that's a kind of my long-term goal is to just get that content out there weekly. Cause it just, it keeps, you know, keeps your face out there. It keeps your, your channel fresh and relevant. And it's the same with Instagram. You know, I've kind of, you, like you've noted, I, I've kind of cut back a little bit on that because again, it's that frustration though of, you know, posting the pictures and stuff and then just not getting you know, feeling like anyone's seeing it, you know, and it's like, well, not that it's about the views necessarily, but it's just about getting the stuff out there and getting, I love getting the feedback. You know, when okay. I do a lot of my stuff, I post the pictures and I, I ask people's opinions or in the YouTube videos, like, Hey guys, what should I do here? What should I do there? And then, so when you only get, you know, three people that say, Oh, you, you know, it's just not quite the same. So yeah, yeah. again, it's, it, 
yeah, the feedback's really important for me. And so it's mm-hmm. finding that it's kind of finding that that um, that balance, I think. And, and again, and using these new you know medias, these new technologies, the reels, the stuff is it's just figuring out the sweet spot. I agree. So like the whole the whole reels thing, it's something that's being pushed for short form content everywhere because it's obviously noticed. And I feel like we have to like adjust. But you said something in there, having to figure out what to post because Emily said it before Emma source where she wants it where people ask for city updates and I haven't done a city update in like a year and some change because <laughs> for a good point of it like there was really nothing new I mean a lot happened since I just haven't gone into it but like when you're posting the city video every week right like sometimes right. you, you want to feel like you're you made a different thing and cities aren't very easy to change up unless you already know what you're doing you need a plan and all that kind of stuff so it's not like trying to figure out what to post if you're trying to be consistent in a city is a very challenge challenging thing definitely when i used to watch your videos like in the past like you always consistently had some drastic change to your city like consistently like to the point where i'm like how is this guy like always changing something to a city and once he finally completed something i'm like wow that looks amazing swooped let's just change it all i'm gonna move this whole thing over and put it over there and call it a day to the point where you're like i'm like okay so is the city never done is the city ever done you know my city's probably yeah my city's never done yeah (laughs) exactly i don't think think it'll ever be done yeah yeah so it's a work so. in progress always yeah so tell us your process of like how you got from where you were <laughs> using the space you had to where you're at now okay yeah that's a great question um so basically you know again i started you know i started this like as an adult like i said like 17 years ago started out small i saw the modulars you know and i was like oh man these are really cool you know and it wouldn't it be cool to have you know lego city you know and it seemed like there was a few there was a few out there you'd see on Instagram or YouTube and stuff. And I was like, man, that's really neat. I want to do that. But it was, you know, finding the space. So I started out, I just started kind of buying the modulars quietly. You know, you build them like, oh, this is so great the detail, all this stuff. And then it was always in the back of my head though. I was like, man, someday I want to have a city. So I started out like a lot of people do. I started out and I just put them on a, on a bookshelf. You know, it was just real simple. It wasn't any streets. There was nothing to, it was just the modulars lined up on a bookshelf. And that's where I, they were like that for probably a couple of years, you know, and I just added them and it got to be where I was almost the bookshelf was full, no more room. And so then I had to say, okay, I think it's time. And we had, um, you know, I, I'd kind of been scouting out space, you know, the kids had a toy room and they were getting a little bit older and I was like, hmm, maybe I can kind of, you know, commandeer some space there and kind of do something and start off. And I did. So I, I, you know, rearranged a few things and made some room in their toy room. And I went to Ikea and I got a couple tables, you know, just those real simple, they were the Linmon tabletops and the legs at the time, put them in the room, you know, plop the modulars down and put some road plates in front of it. And I was like, Oh, sweet. I got a city. This is awesome. Right. It was great. It was, it was great at the end. You know, it was fantastic. I was like, this is awesome. You know, you do little scenes, you get the cars, you get all that stuff. But then that wasn't enough. That was like, that was, you know, I had an open Pandora's box and it was all, all downhill from there because I said, I was like, oh, this is cool. And so the next thing you know, you know, a couple months later, I'm at Ikea again. I got two more tables. You know, so it starts, and then it starts kind of growing from there. So it just kept growing and growing. 
And, um, and from there I ended up, um, it, it just started to evolve, you know, and eventually I think, and this was like when I was just building flat, you know, I just decided to put the city on the tabletops and I just kept adding tables. And so I think I ended up with like maybe six or seven tables, like, by the time I was kind of like starting to like, okay, I'm kind of running out of room now for this. Right. And so, you know, and I just kept adding stuff. And like I said, I, I would add stuff and I would think, nah, that's not right. And I'd move it and rebuild it and move things around. Um, but then I decided I wanted to train, you know, cause I, I love Lego trains with the city and the whole, you know, I had this whole vision in my head of what I wanted eventually. So I started to play around with the train tracks. And, you know, and if you guys have done anything with Lego trains, they eat up tremendous amounts of real estate. Cause they're basically yes. like O-gauge, like model trains, you know, I mean, they're giant and the track is huge and it just takes up so much space. So as I started laying it out, I realized, shoot, I don't have enough room to, to do all this. You know, I'm going to, I got to start thinking outside the box. And so that's when I decided, you know what, if I elevate the city, if I put the modulars up high and then have the trains like underneath on a loop, I'll save all the real estate. Cause like a return loop on a train is like three base plates. You know, you lose like three base plates worth of modulars on the ends. And so at that point is when I decided, you know, I, I started like raising the city up. I started going higher and higher. And that was great because I could have my loop with my trains. I could have the modulars. And then, and again, I started to kept like thinking about it. And I was like, oh, how else can I? And, they, and of course, Lego kept coming out with sets. They kept coming out more and more and this and that. So I ended up um, deciding at some point down the road there that I wanted to have mountains. You know, because I'm like, how cool would that be? Because I have this vision of like the Swiss, like, like city up in the mountains, kind of with the train and the whole, you know, I have this whole vision and I was running with that. So then I said, oh, I'll build some mountains. So then again, with the height, I just kept going higher mm-hmm. and higher. And so anyways, long story short, I ended up getting it to where I really liked it. And then we decided that we were going to move to a new, new place. <laughs> so, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> right. And so I'm like, oh, so I had to figure out. You know, I was like, oh, opportunity. You know, this is cool because I'm always evolving and changing things. Because to me, that's the fun for the hobby is is changing things up and, and making things different, right? And moving, you know, moving. It's Lego. It's not like a static, you know, model that you build with glue and that's it. It's stuck there. You can't do anything with it. This is like, it's Lego. You can take it apart, rebuild it, change it, make it whatever, make it yours. Yeah. And so for me, that's always been the fun. Um, so anyway, so we ended up moving and so the, but the room that I moved into, this is the room that I have now. Um, it was basically, it's basically like a square, whereas the room I had before was like a really long rectangle. And so as soon as I got here and saw this new space, I said, Oh man, you know, this is like different. I'm not going to be able to fit all my seven tables in here and have all the other things that I wanted because I wanted to have some, you know, bookcases for display and parts storage and places to build and all that. So that's again, where I said, well, the only thing I have is height, right? Cause I have, you know, you can, you can just keep going. And so I started to really think about it. I drew it out. I had the graph paper. I was just coming up with all these different ideas. And that's where ultimately I ended up saying, you know, the height was the key. And so like my new city that I have now, it's actually, it's, it's one, two, three, it's almost like four different levels. And it's actually even more than that because it parts of it goes all the way down to the floor. The mountains go, you know, pretty, pretty darn high. 
And so that ultimately was how I was able to get all these modulars, all the stuff that I wanted. I even have two train loops going around in different levels now because, and that was the, the height was, yeah, the height was the, was the saving grace for me to do that. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of how I got to where I am today. <laughs> I mean, so when I, I remember like looking back, uh, at, mm -hmm. at, your, at the early videos, <laughs> and I'm, when I'm seeing earlier videos, like you in your old house with the yep. very narrow room with the arch, right? Uh, that was yep. uh -huh. pretty, is a pretty inspirational thing in what you did because you played with depth. And when when I was looking at city videos back then, like everyone keeps their stuff in a horizontal line. So it's like very one level. Um, and it's mm -hmm. cool to see cities like that. But my favorite cities are the ones now with multi-level depth in it like to have different like facades in the back and i think i feel like a lot of people one has used your same wall retaining wall everywhere which i see everywhere now um <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and starting to put facades behind there mm -hmm. i'm one to mm -hmm. be included to, you know putting facades behind my stuff because it adds so much right yeah. you know to that and, and i mm -hmm. think and john and i were talking about that high tea toys we were like, if we had the space now, like, what would we do? Like, if, if it was unlimited, like, what would we do different? Would our city still be on a shelf like this? And I said, I don't think it would necessarily be on a shelf, but I would definitely have depth. So there's going to be levels. It's not going to be on a singular playing line where all the, all the buildings are one, one are the same height to each other. There's going to be a mountain. There's going to be like, like exactly how you have it right now where you have modular upon modular stacked and you know going in different levels i'm going to have to turn to that method on the second level because i'm going to run out of modular space in four years right. so mm -hmm. you know like thinking ahead of like trying to figure out like how to display a city is a very challenging thing especially because you have mm -hmm. wiring everywhere <laughs> um yes yeah. to do that, not just of yet but i like uh -huh. i just challenge people to like do that like like look at the space and play with like it's okay to hide your buildings behind each other because if you're looking at straight ahead you want to see like it continuously goes as opposed to like yeah. it's just all here you know it's it's a lot yeah it's a lot more realistic in my opinion it's, and that was the thing because i i saw my you know my my original city and it was great you know it was it, it's just like you would see like at the lego store anywhere really it was just a row of modulars and you're like oh that's cool and you look at each one and then you're like okay that's great you know and you might have a road in front of it but but yeah like you say i felt like something was missing because it didn't feel like it was alive it didn't feel like it had the depth of you know in a city you just unless it's like in the middle of iowa you just don't have a row of like shops in a row and that's it right you have yeah. like like buildings behind it there's stuff going on in the distance mm -hmm. there's there's all these other things and and i felt like that was something that I, I didn't see a lot of that when i was like looking around for inspiration and i just and i just remember like you know when i was a kid going on trips to, like universal studios and like they always you go on the studio tour and they show you the facades and i'm like oh man that's really a good idea because i'm limited on space because you know the tables that i have are only like three base plates deep mm -hmm. and so if i have a, a train which takes up you know a half a base plate a road, which at the time took up the whole base plate, which I've reduced with the new roads to like half a base plate. And then a modular, which is a whole base plate that doesn't leave a whole lot of space left for anything beyond that. And so then that's where the facades really came in huge for me because the facade, you know, it can be literally like two bricks deep or it can be one brick deep. If you're really 
like desperate for space, but um, it also saves you a lot of, of cash and brick because you're not building a full, you know, I love looking at skyscrapers. I see these, these amazing designs that people do. And I'm just like, wow, that's so cool. And then I'm like, okay, you have like how many windows you got like a hundred windows on one side and you got three more sides after that one. And I'm just like doing the math in my head. Like, man, that's like, like thousands of dollars in windows you've got there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's like yeah. Lug probably like lug bulk. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's gotta be, and you're just, it's just like, wow. But with the facades, I only got one side I have to worry about. And so it's just, you know, it drastically saves on, on the cost and brick. So, yeah. I, I think that's what like limited space was able to make you figure that out because what if you like would your city be that way if you didn't have a limited space that you had in your previous home do you think you would have gotten to that point or would you have done I, a like would you have done a city in the yeah. middle and you walk around it like most people do you know as opposed to I, yeah wall? that's a great question and i i wonder about that because i i love like this like you know like jing city's like awesome he's got it you walk around it and it's like there's stuff everywhere and it's huge and it's this massive like island of lego you know mm -hmm. or like even like in lego movie you know you think about you know the the will ferrell's you know in the basement that it's just this epic massive city that you can just walk around in and see mm -hmm. so i i don't know i might have if i had a basement or if i had a gigantic room i, I probably would have done that but it still would have bothered me though that you, again, like, because the backdrops to me really make a difference. And so like, even when I, when I do like my posts and stuff, I'm always like aware of like the background, you know, so, so I try to like, I won't like crop out, like I'll not have like my blinds in the background if I can avoid it, you know, I'll try to mm -hmm. make it so that you're like, the focus is the Lego and like the city proper. Mm -hmm. So even then I probably still would have found myself like maybe doing mountains or maybe like some hybrid facades or something like that, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. So you probably would have done it where like your city was in the middle, but you have facades still on the walls. So that way, if you were to take a shot of it, it wouldn't be just the city wall. It would be like Lego, but Lego yeah. on the outside. Yeah. So exactly. It, it, it's the ingenuity in that is something that like should be commended because like that, like that you not trying to like fangirl out, but like uh, it did have a huge impact in city building. And you can see it a lot in a lot of cities that have just come up in the past couple of years. Cause I'm like, Oh, Mark did that. Mark did that. Mark did that. That's cool that everyone's doing it. Like, how does that feel to yeah. see your work like inspired in so many different cities? You know, yeah, it, it's, it's very um, humbling. I would say, cause I have a lot of, you know, again, a lot of people like reach out to me, they message me, they ask me specifically, like, how did you do like this? Or how'd you do that? Or what, you know, what did you, you know, and I always try to help people and cause I'm just, again, I just do it for the love of the hobby. And this is, you know, I come in my Lego room and I, this is where I do stress after a hard days at work, you know, mm -hmm. just, you know, life is just nuts. And I just come in here, close the door and I can just be in my own little world and just build. And so, the, and, and I never expected like that kind of a response when I started like posting my city. I never anticipated anything to come of it. I was just like, oh, just might as well just like post it and like, why not share it? Right. Um, but it, I'd say it's very humbling to have people like do that and, and to like come up to me and, and, and like say like, oh yeah, I love your design or I, you know, I took your design and made my own thing or whatever it is. It's, it's, it's very, um, yeah, it's just, it's an amazing thing, you know, and it, it, it kind of speaks to the larger 
Lego community in general, mm-hmm. like in my experience, pretty much every single person that I've interacted with has been super helpful, super friendly. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all like just share this love of Lego. And it doesn't matter if you're like a technic person or a city person or Star Wars or whatever it is. It doesn't really matter because it's all it's all the same brick. And so you can, you know, and we're all building things and creating things. And and I get ideas for my city from like, you know, like Harry Potter builders. I'm like, oh, look at like the amount they did for Hogwarts and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I'm going to, you know, I can use that technique in something mm-hmm. that I'm doing. And so it's just mm-hmm. this, this massive collaboration of ideas that that just really um that's what that's my favorite part of it is of the whole community and interacting with people that brings to the macro level like the city is a good good metaphor for the community for sure because it's always evolving it's always changing it's it's a positive place to be and like i i love city builders like i love seeing their stuff like uh claire humbled me when i'm like why do you want to see my stuff and i've said that before but like she always told me like your city's different i've never seen a vertical city before like right if but if i were to go to any city if how they would arrange their specific thing is not going to be the same (laughs) at all right like you know what I mean? You might have like two buildings that are always going to be paired right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Like those yeah. two for right now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just yep. for right now. Um, but for the most part, everyone does something a little different, you know, and the imagination of it could literally explode off something that was simply just supposed to be a set on some, what now Lego would be an industrial apartment next to some books. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Right. So, um, you, you've done cities a lot in your videos, but you've also done other things like mocks and stuff like that. Do you see yourself going into that some more? Cause we're going to, you can only get a new module and move stuff around until you run out of things to do. <laughs> Cause, right. Cause you yeah. are making content. So it's like, okay, I spent like a good two months <laughs> moving yeah. all this around, but now what? So right. to, to, to give you some space and having to you know rest your mind and being creative in your own city, like you did mocks too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's a whole nother like animal. Cause it, to me, you know, again, the city, like city planning, I guess I should have been an urban planner in my career, you know, <laughs> instead of what I do. Cause it's just, to me, it's so much fun. Like, Oh, but this year and do that and that, but yeah, yeah you're right. Sometimes city planning is not that though. I mean, like it's <laughs> like city <laughs> yeah. planning is, politics and it's it's not (laughs) yeah it's it's like if yeah i think sorry not to interrupt you i think like the ideal job of like someone figuring out where everything goes is like probably like the master planner at like um like a mega developer like that's probably like the most interesting like yeah just to just to Take a dump on that comment. Sorry. Wow. Keep so, going. so I'm so I'm glad <laughs> glad I didn't go in that career. See? <laughs> yeah, you would have hated it. Yeah. yeah. It's not great. <laughs> so yeah, but um the so you know, so but sometimes when you're doing the city, you get you get like, you know, bored. Like I'm like, okay, I need to take a step away from it, you know, or I'm stuck on something. I can't quite figure out how I want this area to be. Mm-hmm. So that's where like the mocks come in. So yeah, I've been I like to do Star Wars mocks and so like that that's where I, I I've done a few of those. I did my Jabba's Palace. Um, right now I'm working on a Jedi work. Yeah, that's in the background over my shoulder there. Yeah, oh, and I've yeah. done. Um, uh, right now I'm working on a Jedi Temple mock. Um, I've tried to do Hoth over the years. That one's tricky because it, it's the scale I want to do it at. I just don't feel like I can do it justice, especially with the new UCS at at. 
but uh, it's it's fun because it's a whole different like type of building, right? And it's a whole different type of planning because you can just, um, you know, I, I usually start with like something that Lego did. Is what I I, I kind of like to take a set. Usually it's a small mm -hmm. set or something. And I'm like, oh man, I can make that better. I could do, you know, which I think is the intent of Lego. A lot of times, you know, they come out with a set and then it's like, oh yeah, just you know, improve on it. You can yeah. make it what you want. Mm -hmm. um, so that's been, yeah, that's definitely been a fun, like alternate type of thing that I do. And it, it's, it's been, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a fun journey doing those as well. And the reason why I ask that is because when you, when you build a city, especially in the scale that you're doing, you're all, although there's a lot of sets made by Lego in there, there's a lot of mocking that happens. It's not simply just putting a building next to a building, calling it a day. You're, you have walls, you have little builds within like carts and stuff like that. You have facades, you have mountains. So it comes naturally to want to create something. Cause I look at mine, I'm like, oh yeah, there's really nothing special but sets, but there's also trees. There's some rock features There's some custom buildings oh, in there. But like you forget that when you are building a city, you are, technically mocking as well because you're creating mm -hmm. us over like this huge thing yes or sets but you're you're figuring out a way to make it one cohesive unit or one giant right. set because mm -hmm. you're trying to connect yeah. it together to make one thing and tell a story so uh, mocking should come naturally to, to city builders if they so choose it if they like want to like you know make the city i think there was that where's that there's one you one builder um, I think Beyond the Bricks covered him. He's like he had a city. He literally just bought every single modular like in a month and oh, created wow. this like little mountain like village with every modular in it. But like people like yes, there are sets there. And I feel like when you go to like conventions, like you want to see the mocks more than actual sets. But he did a he did a cool thing where the mountain in itself is the eye catcher which is very surprising when you see all you know all the modulars i mean that on enough to see all the modulars in one table should be like eye catching enough as it is but the rock work that he did that where he incorporated the monorail going in and around the whole city mm -hmm. through yeah. the mountain like that was the draw you know because right. of, yeah that's what tied I the entire city together you know, I think I, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. And that was mm -hmm. pretty impressive to see. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually interesting. So, so for me too, cause so, you know, I decided to light up my city. Mm -hmm. And so that was another thing. Cause you know, initially again, you have the city, I had the modulars, it was cool, you know, whatever. But then I was like, what can I do to take it to the next level? You know, how can I like really make it pop? And mm -hmm. so the lighting was a really, um, huge step in that direction for me i i love you know i was just sitting here with the lights on and just like stare at everything because it's just there's so much going on and, and then you can do nighttime shots and it just adds a lot of um, a lot more to it as well so there's a lot of different ways that you can do that and make you know make the city your own or make it unique or you know create in, in within that realm it's not just like you say just plopping down modulars and calling it mm -hmm. a day it's also uh, like a Lego appropriate way to have Christmas lights all year. <laughs> it's like, true. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, those are, aren't those just Christmas lights? No, it's my Lego city. So the, the light, I, 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 the lights are definitely iconic and I'm scared and intimidated to do it. I do only have like a few, I have a bunch of lighting kits. I just, it's so hard. 
it, it, it is. It's, it's challenging. It, you know, the best advice I can tell if you're going to do lights is just go slow. Just take mm -hmm. it real slow. Just set it. Don't try to do like all of them in one evening. Take like one modular and just do one at a time and just take your time with it. Um, it's it, depending on the kits you get. They're not they're not that bad, and it's um, it, it's just a just but just take your time with it. Don't rush it because the, the wires can be fragile, and sometimes you have to kind of tuck them under the brick to get it all to work right and to hide the wires and stuff. And so it's easy to I, I've pinched in my you know I've pinched a couple wires here and there, and so in a, and if you can you know be handy soldering because sometimes you have to solder it back. The wires back That's together good. but i've done that like twice it's not hasn't it's not that big of a deal but it is something that's really fun and that's also i'll mention real quick that's also why um i elevated the city because it makes it super easy to hide all the wiring underneath so that's like a little trick that i learned is because as soon as i had that platform with the modulars all the wires just go out the back and right underneath and it's and then the retaining walls in the front hide everything and you never know that all that wiring is under there yeah and you do a good job in hiding all that stuff for sure thanks yeah thanks. it's pretty good so what as you wrap up the episode like what would you suggest to anyone who wanted to start a massive city or get to that point because i've had uh people ask like when i did the the real when i'm like changing the the years as it progresses on the city like it, it, it reminded me that like this doesn't happen overnight. It takes a right. long time to get to this yeah. point. Like, Definitely. what is your recommendation to anyone who wants to start a city to get to something? Not necessarily what you have, but something yeah. to their own level I, of that. I would say like, well, plan, do some planning before you buy mm -hmm. anything. You know, figure out what space you have. Figure out you know where where it's going to sit and how much room you have. And then from there, you know, look at, look around, look, may, you may have tables in your house. You may have some of the stuff that you need. You don't have to necessarily buy all these new things. And then from there, you know, figure out the space, measure it out. And I, I, I work in base plates when I'm designing. So I just start, you know, I have a spare base plates laying around, just start laying them out and just start thinking or get graph paper and mm -hmm. you can draw it and you can draw little grids and stuff and start just to kind of start laying it out before you get too crazy making purchases that you're going to regret, right? Because <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't need that. Or this is, that was a waste of money. And start small. You know, you don't have to build like, like huge, this is like 17 years of like collecting Lego, you know, yeah. it's not something that happens overnight. You got to, you know, and, and especially if you're going to be chasing like the, the retired modulars, like, oh, you know, I, I feel for you because some of those are pretty pricey, <laughs> but don't feel like, yeah <laughs> so don't feel like you have to get all those right you you i mean you can and, and hunt that's part of the fun is the hunt you know yeah you find that uh, deal yeah right <laughs> what is that just fire brigade. Like originals together oh, fire brigade okay yeah fire brigade. yeah so so you know and and just just take your time with it and just have fun with it you know figure mm -hmm. out your budget figure out what's going to retire soon for the mo if you're going the modular route look at whatever is the oldest that's still available now pick that up sooner than later and kind of start working your way to the present with the modulars and you know most importantly have fun with it you know i've seen some amazing cities shot yours is is one of them I, I was inspired by your city because it's on a shelf and i'm just like dude how creative is that like you know like 
this whole city is like on it, literally on a shelf and it, and it looks great. You know, it's way better than when I, I had mine on my shelf. It was just the modules, but you've got roads in there and walls and trees and it, it's a fantastic space use of space, you know, and it's really good. Yeah. So, so just, you know, look around and you'll find inspiration everywhere and, and just, just most importantly, have fun with it. Mm -hmm. So mills or no mills. Thank you by, for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I've actually done, um, I'm doing hybrid mills. <laughs> what does that hybrid. mean? Hey, what's hybrid mills? So, so, so the problem is with, so I used to use the old road plates, you know, the, the, the 32 by 32 road plates, but mm -hmm. again, with the new layout, I wanted to do more. Um, so now I actually have two rows of facades behind the modulars for even more depth. So I have the flat ones that are basically against the wall. And, and then I have some that are like, like maybe eight studs deep or 16 studs deep or 12 studs deep. And again, it's just playing with that depth and perception. Um, so to do that, I had to get rid of the, the old road plates. So I switched to the new road plates. The problem with those is that they're actually like really thick, yeah. like way thicker than the modulars. So if you put them next to a modular that's flat, the road's higher than the sidewalk, which drives mm -hmm. me insane. So what I had to do is I actually had to raise up the um, modulars, but I didn't want to do a full mills type thing because I don't know why, but I found an innovative solution where I use a base plate, a plate, and then I use one of those, um, they're the round, um, modified rounds with a little peg okay. on it. And, and the peg actually fits inside the bottom of the modular base plates. Yes. If you idea. do that, it raises it exactly the height where you have a beautiful curb. You can put a little like drain gutter there awesome. and it, it makes it just the right height and it's not too expensive. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you got to put another base plate, you know, and it's a few parts, but it, it's way cheaper than mills in my opinion. And, um, so that's what I've been using is this, I call it hybrid mills, you know? See, interesting. Yeah. Cause that's, I've never heard anyone say that or anything, but that's like exactly what I do also. <laughs> Yeah, but I put yeah. them on jumper because, plates. Yeah, that works have, too, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't have any modulars. I just have small buildings, no yeah, two-story buildings. Yeah, and 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 the new road plates. Like I know when those came out, they were all controversial. People were like, oh, you know, I like them because it's flexible. You know, because mm -hmm. they're sixteen wide, but it's really mm -hmm. easy to make them. Mine are actually like eighteen wide because the sixteen's a little too narrow, especially like if you want to put some speed champions in the yeah, city or some now. bigger like fire trucks. Yeah, so. I was able to make mine like 18 wide. And so you yeah. have a lot of flexibility with that. It's also really awesome if you're going to like build bridges or things like that because they have studs on the bottom now. So it's super easy to support it and do. It gives you a lot more flexibility. I really hope though that they make curves for that because yes. the curves, I tried to make a curve and I'm still not happy with it. Still they, that's the only thing that's missing. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody yeah. successfully do that properly. I mean, some people have made some yeah. good attempts to it and got to give them credit for that. But like for the I've most seen. part, it's not clean. I've seen one right. that was pretty clean. They took like the, uh, the quarter. Cheese it's like a quarter plate and it's a bend. Uh, bend. Yeah. And they put it bend. over the plate though. Ah. Uh, See what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not necessarily the, the plate itself that's moving. It's the, the thing on top. Yeah, it's the, it's the, the curve. Yeah. They're building a, on top of it. Basically because so the, the concrete's on the concrete's curving, not the road. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, okay. Which works with the mills. Yeah. See, so I'm, I can't afford to get on the mills only because of weight purposes because I, I'm on a shelf, so I can't put too much. I, I'm mindful right. of the brick pers uh, uh, perspective because I already know, like, so the, I have 
four modulars before I got to think of something new. So four more years, <laughs> if I'm not in a bigger space, <laughs> I got to figure something out, which I already have a plan. I have a plan. So the middle yeah. shelf right there, I can pull everything forward and then I can start depthing the, the, the middle row. So that's the next okay. plan. So I can go one, two, three, another six years after that, if I really have to, <laughs> which, you know, to, to, to finish it up is like your city is just, it's never, ever going to be done mm -hmm. unless you just stop right. buying altogether. <laughs> exactly yeah so well not to like cut it cut it short but does anyone uh have any final words to the city builds i know we all technically have something close to a city claire has I, almost all the modulars i do have something to say i have you the have modulars i'm about to attempt to like half size all of them and make 16 by 16 little mocks of all the modulars um because i think that makes no sense but like also because I just like want the mock challenge of it all and like be like, okay, what is like the main likeness of the modular? Like, what is it that you can grab from stuff? So um, I started with the daily bugle and made like a little 16 by 16 version. It's so I'm going to try dope. to do it for everything. That's cool. That's super cool. That's um, a good idea. Because like, I don't have, I live in a two bedroom condo and you know, this is my life. And so, <laughs> with, so we don't have that much space. I've got, you know, I've got sands in the other room, you know, army building, uh, <laughs> castle and, and bull clones now. So we got to, this is like, I know way before we did that, it's a, we decided to do, um, to do these 16 by 16s is like a cool challenge. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Are you going to keep them together, though, or are you just going to build, destroy again? No, they're going to be little friends. Well, they'll be like a little city. Yeah. I got to get hit that city, city algorithm. Yep. Gotta. Yeah, city, city, yeah, it's, they always do well. Cities do great because they're always different. No one, no one city is the same as the other. Yeah. That part. I just wanted to double down on what Mark said about it took years to get there. So don't feel discouraged when you're like, oh, all I have are these little, this little table, like. You just got to yeah. keep going because I know I got yeah. discouraged at one point. I'm like, man, no one cares about this little table, but it's not about your that. town is cool. It's like, no, I love your it's, town. Not, yeah. it's not this like it's totally different. It's like exactly. not a, right. It's it's nothing mm -hmm. like anyone that has out there because now you you look on YouTube and type in Lego City. You see these massive monstrosities of buildings. But like if you there are towns out there that are very, you know, it's very charming. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> right. start somewhere right definitely now. yeah absolutely so, mark do you have any final words before we call it i just am grateful for being here thanks for having me thanks. and this was this was great talking about this stuff i love like again i love sharing my passion for the hobby and, mm -hmm. and this is just a fantastic experience so thank you yeah all right with that being said let's roll that music guys peace oh, yeah. <laughs> thanks dude that was good claire show off your bugle well, you have to yeah. see this. You have to see this. If it's not Anna, can you come show the bugle? <laughs>